I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Enough! Baby bitches, bitches leave. Enough! Take a stand together. Baby bitches leave. Enough! What's up? This is Zachary Ty Bryan from Home Improvement, and you're listening to Enough, the podcast. The only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys chop it up about movies and TV. With your host, the Turkey Boys, Ryan Ankner, and myself, Scott Sweeney. Hello. How you doing, Hoops? He's back. What's happening, Hoops, I should say. I mean, that home improvement drop right up top. Yeah, we need a new one already. I'm tired of it after two weeks. (laughs) Sorry, ZTB, but it's over. (gasps) Oh, good for you! Maybe we get Goth Mark. Oh, is he on there? He's got to be. Got to be, yeah. He's right in the pocket. Taran, <laughs> Taran Noah Smith. All I the- remember offering you an exorbitant amount of money on another episode to know his name, not thinking there was a chance in hell that you'd know it <laughs> and you knew it. Yeah. It's like one of the few things in my long-term memory. <laughs> and you owe me 10 grand, I believe. Was it 10 grand? I think it was a it cool seems high, but I think you're right. Yeah. Oh. That's such a hit. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll empty out a portion of my 401k to pay off that debt, pay the penalty. As you do. What's new? I mean, we're hanging out. Mm. Episode 80. That this a- is, yeah, 80. We're octogenarian now. That 80s show. Mm-hmm. Who could forget? Oh, that 80s show with Mark <laughs> Paul Gossler. No, no. Um, the guy who went on to be on Oof. Always Sunny was the lead on that 80s show. Charlie Day? No, the other one. Glenn. Glenn Howerton? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That 80s show. One of these days someone's... Talk about a redo, like a great mulligan. Yeah. And one of these days someone's going to greenlight my pitch for that 90s show. The time is right. That 2000s show? Yes. The time could even be right for that. It's just me, chubby... Not knowing what I'm going to do with my life, drinking too much, doing drugs, and causing my parents' divorce. That sounds like a green light. <laughs> yeah, let's, I, get, let's get in there. That sounds like a great show. I'm green lighting that program. Um, what's in the news? Let's take a stand. I mean, big news. A lot of news this week. Up top, top rope. Mulan will release on September 4th on Disney+. Plus. For the modest price of $29.99. You gotta kill me! (laughs) Right. Do you think the Turkey Boys will be spending $30 to rent the movie Mulan on September 4th? (laughs) I I do not. Yes. Yeah. I do not. Are they out of their minds with this price point? They might as well just completely hang it up. Yeah. Like... I don't really understand... It makes sense they finally gave up on, like, putting it out in theaters or on demand. Or they should just put it on demand. Why is it on Disney Plus and also $30? So you have to have a subscription to Disney Plus and spend $30 to well, watch. Well, that's a smarter play because that'll force people into the subscription. Yeah, but it's just, like, it's a bit much. It's a big ask. It should be $35, but you get a free month of Disney Plus or something yeah. to draw in the people that are like, well, okay, it's Ooh. only it's 10 bucks a month anyway, so I'm really only paying, or whatever. That's some good marketing. That yeah. would snag people. And then I, they I'm also afraid. have to cancel it to get out, and then it rolls over, and they realize six months later. Yeah. 
Surprise, motherfucker. They canceled like halfway through watching the live action Mulan. It's just like, wait, what am I doing? I've here? been using Disney Plus a lot mm. to watch The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, you're a big Simmies guy. Yeah. It's good for that. It's we still don't. weird that The Simpsons is like under the Disney umbrella now. I didn't remember that it was until. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hiccuping now. I believe you pointed it out to me. Yeah. It's very odd. But they have the whole run, yeah. all like 31 seasons or whatever they got. Mm. Homie. But yeah, and in that vein of uh, new release stuff, did you see the AMC Theaters boss said, quote, we've survived the corona crisis. And it's like, oh, did you? <laughs> like, in- it's all those stubs advantage people pulling through. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got my stubs card. No one canceled their A-list and that dough's still coming in. But like, in what way did you survive the corona crisis? All your theaters have been closed for five months and show no sign of opening in the near future. Where's the... They're manifesting, the- Scott. It's something you'd know nothing about. Apparently, you've never read wow. The Secret. I mean, I got to watch that new Katie Holmes, uh, Josh Lucas, The Secret movie, and then I'll learn all about such things. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, you know, they're they're probably just putting a positive spin on it because we were starting to get depressed with the... I unsubscribed from all movie theater and ticket sales apps and, and, mm. and organizations because it was starting to depress me to, like, nobody's business yeah every time adam ticket we talked about this last week yeah. fandango adam tickets shut it down stuff Un- until it's back right like, we don't i don't want to hear about it yeah i don't want to see it he's over it did I, you see i'm laughing now I'm, I'm trying to avoid this my watch is lighting up my somebody <laughs> just sent me a lieutenant dan gif where he's sitting <laughs> friend of the show rian uh, hey, he was an actual army veteran and he said, like, I used my army discount at Nike. And so I gave him the thumbs down mm. instead of saying anything else. Cause I'm on my watch. And then he sent the Lieutenant Dan sitting at the, at the bar in the wheelchair with the confetti in his hair. Classic. Funny. When you get someone that does, do you see like Lieutenant Dan on the watch? Yes. Okay. That makes Just it. Check it out. That makes it much funnier. Oh, it's, <laughs> like, it's much funnier. Like you get this little, like a little <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. That's very Just charming. Just a little tiny one. I'm in on that. It's funnier small too. Yeah. It hits. And it's funnier too, because you don't like, there's something that makes a bit less funny when you open your phone, go to the mess, unlock it, unlock it, go to the mess. You were going to do it. I had to interrupt myself to get there <laughs> go to the messages pull up the message from the person who sent it and then see the gif in full size mm. that's funny yeah but a gif where you all you have to do is turn your wrist and there it is whole new like it's like lieutenant dan staring up at you whole new bit arena it's like i'm getting watch bits oh yeah that's good and it's good because it doesn't really distract you because you can just sort of look at it and move on mm. did you see a who's the boss sequel is in development at sony pictures television <laughs> With Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano attached. Mm. I mean, were you a Who's the Boss guy? Not really. Yeah. And did it, you know she got coronavirus like two days ago? Did she? Yes. Do you think it was because she was complaining that her podcast gets less listeners than Joe Rogan's? Did that really happen? Well, yeah. She did a whole thing like, I can't believe like I only get a third of Joe Rogan's listeners. And everyone obviously bitted like, you get way less than a third, a third? of Joe Rogan's listeners. <laughs> But at least she's getting some Who's the Boss uh, sequel series work coming down I the pipe. I don't really like her. Yeah, I mean... She's... What is she in that even exists? Nothing. Yeah. She, she just that... puts herself into the news by being in the face of the Me Too movement. 
She has that great topless scene in that Poison Ivy straight to video sequel that I'm fucking. sure everyone's seen. Yeah, that's a fucking. <laughs> get those tits, am I right, my man? And she was also on Charmed. Oh, Charmed. Charmed, I'm sure. <clears throat> that, uh, I never saw that show. This week was enemy of the show Mark Wahlberg's 11th wedding anniversary. How you doing? Thanks hey, for how noticing. Are you? I mean, yeah, 11 years. We celebrated in church. I picked you up right after I blinded that Asian guy. <laughs> It was one motion. It was like a whole. You thing. see me do that? You want to be my wife? I actually saw an old picture on Night Openings, which is a great Instagram account. Everyone should follow if you don't already. An and old Twitter. picture with Mark Wahlberg's wife on Stephen Dorff's arm at a movie premiere. Oh boy, who's Mark Wahlberg's wife? I don't know, but I knew. I know, you know it was her. You were just from making fun of him. And I was like, did Mark Wahlberg marry Stephen Dorff's sloppy seconds? How dare you even say that, Scotty? Don't leave my wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> that's completely fucked up that he even fucking said that. Do you think that Steven Dorff married her first? I don't know. Or maybe they let's just ha- dated. Let's have a look. Yeah, let's get into this. I'm in Steven Dorff's <laughs> Wikipedia right now. <laughs> did you have to hack into that? <laughs> I did. It's on the dark web. I'm on 8chan. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> did you remember that the movie Cold Creek Manor exists? I did not. Actually, and World Trade Center. Whoa, and that one I'd never Officer forget. Officer Down and the Iceman and Dorf. Jackals, Ugh. Music War, and Love. He's made so many turkeys. Yeah, he's in like he needed that truth. Doesn't Jack love Stephen Dorf? Are we talking Stephen Dorf alter egos over there? I don't even know what's going on. No, he, Jack, our friend Jack, isn't he a huge Stephen Dorf oh, fan? Oh, yes. Is he? That's fucked up if he is. There is no romantic page here, but I did learn that Steven Dorff is Jewish. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's dope. I've That's... already lost interest. Yeah, speaking of Seth Rogen, did you see he's producing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated film? And he has mm. the, the idea of kind of honing in on that teenage element is really exciting to us. <laughs> I mean, he should probably voice Michelangelo, I would think. That seems like some good animated voice casting. What do you think? He's just like, this is in the pocket for my childhood, and I, I enjoyed this movie, so let's go. Yeah, he probably has like a fun take on it. And the right. last couple tries people have attempted have been not... The Bay version? Yeah, the Bay one, and the other animated one. It's the only one I can think of. I think that oh, the done. animated one, Jesus. Yeah. Remember all the hack or the wax they took at the, the video game for the Ninja Turtles? None of those really panned out either. Mm. I remember thinking they were cool. The they one, were always too hard. The one for Super Nintendo was like one of my favorite games back in the day. Turtles in Time, Home Run. <laughs> um, er. Did you but notice? Yeah, uh, I think they should make like adult mutant Ninja Turtles. Like put a new spin on it. Like we've done okay. Teenage a bunch, like, you know. Spice it up. Give what? it like a gritty grown-up take. <laughs> Could be something. That's funny. At least it would be different. Um, did you notice that your pal Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson became wow. Greek citizens? Did they? Yes. Wow. Which everybody is sort of saying has something to do with him allegedly being in the whole Pizzagate pedophile oh. ring. I thought you were going to say him being in like Mamma Mia 3 or something. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and he really wanted to authentically get into it. No, 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 no. Yeah, Tom Hanks Pizzagate. That's like everyone's worst nightmare. Like, if Tom Hanks is a is a bad guy, I can't even go on. I don't believe he has anything to do with no. it. I think anybody with a brain would just sort of write that off, and I think that is what's happening. He's got too much a heart of gold. 
I mean, just look at him. Watch the pictures he's in. Hanks. T. Hanks. I heard him on, what was he on? I listened to him on, like, Conan's podcast. And he was interesting. Promoting Greyhound, which we enjoyed. <clears throat> yeah, it was all right. It was. I was. I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I would yeah. say that I was pleasantly surprised. And his health has turned around from uh, the corona. I guess he doesn't have it anymore, or like he's yeah, better. Yeah. I don't even know what the end game of he got he got uh, he got out of it. Yeah, he powered through. Did you see Jim Belushi has a new Discovery Channel reality series about his cannabis business? What's his cannabis business like? He. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God Ooh. damn it. Ooh. I had a good one. We got a BG. I'm going to try it again. What's his cannabis business? Like he dug up his brother and grinded oh. his body up into a dust and rolled it into a bunch of joints and sold it to people on the black market? Oh, uh, yes, actually. Exactly that is his business. Mm. I love it. Yeah, the he's a weird one. I always like wrote him off as like the just weird Belushi, but... He's know. sort of somehow remaining relevant, despite yeah. the fact that his much, much, much more talented brother is deceased because of drugs. Yeah. It's sort of depressing, isn't it? I'm like, gonna... if, if that's not a PSA to be drug free, then I don't know what is. Mm. It's weird that he's just. I he's met like him a big once. weed guy. Not to mean... say I meet every celebrity we discuss, but I met him at the restaurant I was hosting at, which is was down the street from here. Jim Belushi, which yes. happened? Jim. Not was John. This, was this in the According to Jim days, hopefully? Like either right after or at the very end, yeah. So and he this walked was when in. he was like a name. He was popping. I mean, or kinda, you know. <laughs> People knew who he existed. Yeah. And he walked in, and I saw him. I said, "Jim, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Big fan." And he goes, "Thanks, man." And like walked out. And I remember thinking how funny it was that I said I was a big fan because I'm not a big fan. Yeah. And there's, I don't know if there's anyone who would identify as a big fan of Jim Belushi's. Him like, what of my movies do you like? You're like, uh, K9, um, that movie with you and a dog. You know, the, I honestly cannot name one Jim Belushi <laughs> role. I can't yeah. do it. He's in that Arnold movie, Red Heat. That's like so forgettable. No one ever brings it up. That and photo you sent Arnold. me of him the other day covered in mud. Yeah. I followed him on Instagram. He's just like a weird, toasty old guy. He's kind of a good follow. Mm. I'm back in. He's back. I mean, I know you're all over that Jake Paul FBI raid. Very much so. To... <laughs> they got some sniper rifle leaned up against this hot tub. Yeah. I need to know why he has all those guns. And I also heard that there was more to it than just a raid. I heard there was like... Yeah, something else was going on and I want to know what it was for people who don't know this is one of these sidecars I think he was like a Vine kid now he's probably on TikTok he's one of those people who's just famous just for being like a shitty idiot and just <clears throat> kind of bidding around probably has a Quibi series in the works if I had to guess and this isn't the one he has a brother who was like more famous Logan is his more famous brother yeah, yeah. he's the one who got in trouble for making a video of like dead people in that forest in Japan, the suicide with, forest. Yeah. yeah. He went in there and there was people that had hung themselves. Yeah. And he made and a video like, Whoa, there's a dead body in here. It's like, yeah, that's it was what a very out of touch and callous, uh, statement <laughs> of sorts. And yeah, they're both like a couple of chuckleheads mm. that are always in the news for goofing off. And I saw the rock bought the XFL. <laughs> In a $15 million deal with some Sick. sort of investment Question partner? Question mark. Because we live in a ballers post-credit sequence. That's what's going on in this day and age. So sick. 
I mean, we've talked before about The Rock. Just he's everywhere. He's got like a tequila company. He, his cheat meals, his turkeys. I are we back in? I'm tired of his face. I'm still out. Mm. I still haven't forgot about how bad Hobbs and Shaw was. I might <laughs> never forgive him for it. And just you're not letting Hobbs and Shaw go. No, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I'm okay with him again. Fuck, he's back in. I'm back in. Do you want to know why? I feared this. Uh, why? I just, I appreciate, like, he he got all the press for that XFL deal, even though there's, like, four other people involved. Mm. Like, it's it's coming across, like, The Rock buys XFL. Yeah. Even though he was only $5 million in. Rob so Corddry got more of it, but they're not, they're leaving him out of the story entirely. I'm still doing Baller's stuff, folks. <laughs> But yeah, sorry. I was listening to Jim and Sam, and Sam was saying, uh, that's a radio show on Sirius XM, folks. And Sam was saying how he loves Ballers and how it's a great show. And I was like, I think he was being somewhat ironic, but it's just like, Sam, like, come on, dude. Yeah. It's not even enjoyable in like a cheeky entourage kind of way. No. Kevin I, Dillon, <laughs> I think, was the reason that show was passable. And Jeremy Piven as Ari is his only good character. Yeah. I had a hot tweet once that they were like, sum up an HBO show in three words. And to sum up ballers, I used unwatchable sports entourage. I saw that. Which got a lot of heat. I was going to say, I remember that. I remember that tweet. That was a hit. (laughs) He's in. And we got some bad news. Hulu canceled the High Fidelity TV show. I saw that. Starring friend of the show, Zoe Kravitz. It's a bummer, man. Yeah, that, I didn't love it, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And I would continue watching it if they were to press on. Um, I don't really know why I did, but I did love it. I yeah. thought it was great. It was. It was mainly just her. She's just mm-hmm. like very watchable mm-hmm. and fun. But Hulu getting into the cancellation game. I feel like they just let all their shows just go. They're finally... Yeah, I mean, they don't really... I haven't seen them cancel. I guess they canceled that... Uh, what was the show with the brother and the sister and they're both dating a bunch of people it's one of the first hulu shows like complicated or something was it that alone together with esther pavitsky no because they did cancel that the brother owned the house me. and the sister moved in with him and they like slept with a bunch of people oh casual casual no that had a proper ending it did okay i thought that, they felt like that was abrupt that had, um, that had like four seasons while yeah. we're on the subject did you notice that uh leader of the kkk david duke was banned from twitter oh I mean, I'm outraged, to say the least. He seems like someone that should be banned from Twitter. I don't imagine his tweets being. I guess very... you don't care about our First Amendment <laughs> and our right to feel however we want to feel and say whatever we want to say whenever God we want it. because we're Americans. God damn it. That... Are you a communist? <laughs> no doubt. He probably had some fire tweets. I wonder if they've erased ones. all of them. There's been a lot of uh, wacky social media news, like TikTok's banned now, I think. Yeah, well, uh, Trump gave them a 45-day moratorium period to sell. I'm cooling you down for 45 days. To sell, or the Chinese company that is like the parent company has to sell them to, there was talk of uh, Bill Gates and Microsoft purchasing it. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. David Duke is an ugly motherfucker. I just looked him up. Oh, yeah. He's like a gargoyle. Jesus. He's a fucking monster. He has, like, weird eyes. He just yeah. looks sick. He looks like he has a thyroid problem. David Duke, who's was portrayed in Black Klansman by Topher Grace. Tasty. <laughs> um, Powerful performance. Did you... 
What do you think about this Brian Callen uh, news? Oh, he's a buddy of uh, now in trouble, for lack of a better word, comedian Chris D'Elia. Yes, they're coming. They're taking down the whole <clears throat> ten minute podcast crew. If they Sasso is next, if they take down Sasso, I'm going to be beside myself. But yeah, yeah evidently think? he had a good video. Um, I watched it disputing the claims. You know, it's one of those things. It's a. Uh, they said, they said, who knows what happened, but they yeah, did an old case. Yeah. And like, as much as I do always believe women when they have these moments, it's just his, he was very emphatic in his video. Yeah. And I honestly, if it goes to trial or whatever, I think he should be given a chance to sort of say his piece. Cause be, I don't know. Even if I was like, Oh, he's kind of a good actor. <laughs> even if this is even, he kind like of is big, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I thought about that. He's not, not talented. Hmm. But yeah, and they canceled him and Delia were working on a prank show that obviously got the axe when uh, all this went down. And I was laughing, imagining like, what if this is part of the prank show they were setting up? It's just a very elaborate ruse. <laughs> yeah, it's just a real... <laughs> well, no, we didn't rape anybody. It's a real wacky oh, one. Boy. Yeah, uh, pranks aren't funny. So we got off easy there, guys, because mm. that would have tanked. No one would have wanted to watch that. Did you see... <clears throat> That the Kissing Booth star Joey King has gotten the lead role opposite Brad Pitt in Sony's new movie, Bullet Train. She's going to be playing an assassin. I think this is all stemming from us announcing her activation on the show a few weeks ago. Do you agree? Uh, maybe. I think Brad Pitt's going to get in there. Yeah. Even though he's, you know, five times heard it. Brad Pitt Age. listens and he was like, she's the one. She's. When's Brad going to call in? I mean... We could talk to him about but Benjamin Button or Thelma <laughs> and Louise or his role in True Romance. Yeah, all the ones that everyone thinks of mm. when they think of Brad All the Pitt. go-tos. Meet Joe Black. I'd really want to get into him about Ocean's 12 mm. and uh, Ad Astra. Actually, you'd probably want to talk about Ad Astra with him. I loved Ad Astra. Yeah. Um, they changed up the Bachelorette. The, I'm sure you're... Batch. Chomping at the bit for this news. Ooh, Claire Crawley was supposed to be the Bachelorette, and she got engaged, I guess. So do you remember the black Bitch. girl, Taisha that was dating John Paul Jones on Bachelor in Paradise? You want to hear something fucked up? I actually do remember her. Nice. <laughs> Somehow. She's very pretty, and she has yeah. a you know, nice, uh, wow. nice chest. <laughs> can we say that? We can. You okay. did. I did. It's too late. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, she's. I think she. I like her. I think she's way cooler than Claire Crawley and way more interesting. So, and she's younger. Wait, so that's fun. I know they cast a black guy as the first bachelor yes. ever, and now they've they cast a white woman, and now they gave her the boot and cast a black woman. That is cool. Well, she got engaged or something. They didn't like throw her off, but yes, oh, now okay. there's two black people. So okay. I think that's good. I mean, yeah, the show not? being a bunch of whites is not that interesting. Yeah. Or like a white girl who's like tentatively interested in black men. Like, oh, should I? Yeah. Especially like they've done like 30 plus seasons. It's like, yeah, let's yeah, let's, to... let's get a little, get an Asian man in there who yes. doesn't speak any English and yeah. just see what happens. A lot of people. Yeah. That would it's you like, know. oh, sir, what do you do? Like he owns a series of uh, bodegas in, in Manhattan and he doesn't know how to speak English, but he's here. <laughs> he's here to give his best. <laughs> I'd watch that. Interesting. Um, Tiffany Haddish is dating uh, enemy of the show Common. I mean, how you doing? Thanks for noticing that unnuptials. <laughs> thank you for thank you for noticing how boring I am and everything. She's and, quoted to have saying, "We both got tested and we're fucking." 
So I guess they're they're doing it right. I mean, that's kind no of no condoms. That's kind of off-putting. I wish you wouldn't be so upfront about our relationship, Miss Hadish. But that seems like a couple. Like he's super boring in one note, and she's like a wacky sidecar. Right, like her just carrying him at all times, trying yeah. to keep him interesting. <laughs> and like, yeah, remember me and smoking aces? That's my best. <laughs> remember me ruining John Wick two and a bunch of other stuff also. I didn't like John Wick two. Yep, worst of the worst of the series. three by miles. Couldn't agree more. We got a couple of deaths this week, unfortunately, but with some silver linings. Wilford Brimley is down of diabetes, uh, of diabetes and Quaker Oats commercials fame. And These are my diabetes <laughs> testing supplies. He was in some classic movies like The Firm and The Thing. Cocoon. Oh yeah, Cocoon. I've never seen Cocoon. Me either, but I know he's in it. Yeah, people mention that as one of his. Yeah, that's one of the like pull quote ones you throw in there. This presentation is brought to you by Liberty yeah, Medical, they're... helping you to manage your diabetes and get the supplies and support you need so you can live a better life. Holy oh, shit, just play the part. It's Good one morning. of those things you always remember as diabetes. Friendly, I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about oh. diabetes. Oh, wait, Actually, about okay. diabetes and how it's affected me in my life. Ah, okay. I'll start when hmm. I was first diagnosed. I, uh, this is only a five minute and 57 second I video. I think we can weather the storm and listen to all of it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> unfamiliar to me. I, uh, you what dinosaur. a dinosaur. He was a dinosaur in 1990 when he recorded this. Yeah, he was one of those guys who was like always old. In The Thing, he's the old man. Mm. It's like an early 80s movie. And also, Rennie Santoni, who Who's played that? Poppy on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Poppy's a little sloppy. <laughs> he died at 81, mm. unfortunately. It's a shame. I guess he was also in Dirty Also Harry. funny, but it's a shame. Yeah. I feel like Seinfeld's lost a lot of their sidecars. Like, all the parents are all now All the parents gone. are dead, yeah. A couple Mrs. Other... Seinfeld, she's dead? Yes. I think so, too. Yeah. Definite. And a bunch of... I don't know. I feel like some of the other sides are, are downish. And the. Oh shit. Let's get a 21 gun salute for Ellen DeGeneres' career. <laughs> which, which continues to just. She's, it seems like she's. It's over for her. And I still don't even really know what she did, but I'm yeah. all on board with her just... I'm loving her getting canceled. Yeah. I don't even have a problem with her. I just... There's nothing... I, I read an article that put it... I gotta shut these bagpipes off. Yeah. I read an article that put it best. They were like, everyone who gets involved with this type of stuff just loves watching a big celebrity fall from grace. Yeah. And I thought to myself, yep, exactly. That's There's nothing better. Yeah, and like she's got great people like Jay Leno coming to her defense. It's like who cares who Jay Leno does or doesn't like. You seen this? You heard about this, Ellen? Yeah. Like, Look at my chin and all my cars. All the people coming to her aid are like, oh, that doesn't. That's not someone who's like pulling people in. It's Big like, Ank met Jay Leno and said he's a prick. And I, I buy Howard it. Yeah. hates Jay Leno. Letterman hates Jay Leno. Yeah. Letterman. I mean, sorry. Leno just sucks. Yeah. Cod loves him. That'll tell you everything you need to hear. He's not funny at all. No. He, he's funny like to look at. He's one of those. He's just like a goofy looking. You idiot. mean because he has a gigantic chin <laughs> and a misproportioned head? Yeah, and he's just like meh. <laughs> but yeah, and they're doing this whole campaign to figure out like who will replace Ellen. 
Like there has to be a daytime talk show. A lot of James Corden talk. Yeah, it's like everyone says he's an asshole. Like that's not a much better replacement. He sucks. And he's like, not funny. Yeah, just let it go away. Everyone will be fine without a, a weird dancing person doing boring celebrity interviews at like four in the afternoon with like tepid right over the plate slow pitch questions like yeah. will smith um really loved you and i am legend Ha-ha. thank you Ellen. um what else i'm pretty much out of news but i was gonna say that i rewatched suicide squad wow. which i will talk about shortly Ha-ha. Number one, it got me fired up for our feature review, The Tax Collector, starring oh, yeah. friend of the show Shia LaBeouf from yes. director and friend of the show David Ayer, who also directed Suicide Squad. This is Num- like a, a stars are aligning movie for Ank. I can't wait. He's really, yeah. Number three, Harley Quinn Margot Robbie mm. is the sexiest, best Margot Robbie. Change my mind. I mean, her face is covered in clown makeup. That looks kind of silly. <laughs> they definitely have her all dolled racist. up in like a babish outfit. Mm. But I don't know. Especially in the Harley Quinn movie. I remember her looking like goofy and like too very, very colorful. Sexy. And, but I mean, obviously she's a babe. She looks good. Nobody no agrees with do. me on this. Everyone points to Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that's, she's like... I guess they don't get it. She plays like the dictionary definition of a babe in that movie. But some nice David Ayer dialogue. I hope we get some, mm. some more gems like that in the tax collector. Agreed. But Keanu Reeves, they've announced, oh. will shoot John Wick 4 and 5 back to back. Good for him. According to Lionsgate. And that's kind of big news. Keanu <laughs> shooting two sequels at once. There's never been any problems with anything like that. <laughs> It's not like everyone hated uh, when they did that with the Matrix movies and thought they suffered as a result, but I don't know. I think that... uh, Maybe this will go off without a hitch. I think that it'll be okay. Mm. I don't know. I really liked the third one. Third one was the best one. I love. I, I think the first one is my favorite, personally, just because I didn't expect it to be good. Yeah. I remember watching it and thinking, like, wow, this is awesome. The first one's like... In reality. By the third one, it's like he shot everyone in the world in the head, and it's just like mm. a cartoon. But, I mean, I'm down for four and five. I'm sure they'll be dope. Keanu has gone kind of sequel crazy at this moment in time. He's got Bill and Ted 3 coming out. He's filming Matrix 4. We got two more John Wicks. Also, I want to market correct, or not market correct, but just course correct, I guess, myself. Because we were mentioning that sequel and mm. how Alex Winter couldn't get any work and we were making fun of him. Mm. He's been working, I heard him in an interview, as gets, a documentarian for yeah. literally three decades and and like never stopped. Yeah. He came out with one recently about like child actors, which obviously he knows something mm. about. Sure. Yeah, he gets... He's been working consistently since the 90s. So I'm an idiot and I, Alex, I apologize and would love to have you on the show. We'll share Scott's Sour Patch Kids with you, and perhaps I'll give you a back massage. Oh, that sounds fun. If you're so inclined. Yeah, thank you for these Sour Patch Kids. I'm kind of in candy retirement at this moment, but I'm probably going to eat these. I'll have some with you. We'll break them out. Yeah, while watching The Tax Collector, we'll enjoy some candy. I'm going to make some corn. It's a big night. I thought of you when I saw this 
item of news, a Whitney Houston biopic is in the works at Sony Pictures. I wish I had the needle drop for I Will Always Love You right at the good part. That like, yeah. Wow. What a beautiful rendition. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> okay, I'm good. The, uh, That's going to sound really good on the playback. Okay. I think Sam... Beat bar, actually, bar 949, beat two. Clean that up a little bit. It's at tempo like 120, maybe speed it up a little, get it auto-tuned, it'll sound perfect. Put actual Whitney Houston singing over that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> the pipes. <clears throat> yeah, the movie, oh, that actually I, hurt my throat. The movie, I guess, is going to be titled I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's been written by Anthony McCartan. They got a director for it, the whole deal. I was wondering who could play Whitney Houston. Octavia Spencer. Oh, Ma herself. I'm sorry, Ma. I think Ma might be a little too old and or large for the part. No, but I mean, I'd love to see her get that work. Maybe with some like Irishman CGI de aging. I was thinking maybe that babe from Thor and Creed could play her. Tessa mm, Thompson, mm, I think mm, is her name. I can't remember. Like she's Creed's wife in those. What else is she in? Oh, um, I could see her pulling off a Whitney, at least looks wise. But um, yeah, Whitney Houston biopic. And speaking of music, this is a story that I should have clicked on the article, but the headline just it, it had everything I needed. It just says James Gandolfini loved Dookie, the Green Day album. <laughs> Did you laugh at the when I come around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm not explaining that on the air, but it made me... Like she, was... she fucking screams in silence. <laughs> she fucking... Vo, vo, vo. So I want to be a fucking American idiot. <laughs> I want to be a fucking Italian-American idiot. What the fuck? Is she there drinking champagne with you? In her wheelchair? But yeah, that's one of those heartwarming stories. I was like, this is what I needed today. To know that James Gandolfini was a Green Day guy. I watched a movie starring Billy Joe Armstrong from what? Green Day that was really bad, where he plays like an, a retired rock star who like gets his old buddies together in a hotel for a party for his birthday. And I, it, I can't believe I've never heard of this. I didn't know he did acting he at all. Did this movie? Jesus. I wouldn't call it acting. <laughs> it's really bad. I got to look up the name for wow. the fans. This is kind of a reveal. I'm trying to think of other Green Day songs for Tony Soprano to sing. Billy Joel is coming up. When I fucking come around. That's Billy with an I-E, like Billy Eilish. Carmella, what the fuck? What's it called? What's it called? This is a kind of a reveal. Billy Joe Armstrong acts. Looks like he's done a lot of things. A lot of TV. See a TV guy? I guess he wrote Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, or at least, no, no, a song from it. Whoa. That'd be such a reveal if he's writing Diary Diary of a Wimpy Kid feature films. It'd be fucking dope and fucked up. But did you also see, I saw this Bond girl, Ana de Armas, quote, banned from bringing Ben Affleck to the No Time to Die premiere. The next uh, James Bond movie that is... Due to premiere later this year, following a release delay. That was one of the first movies to get delayed. Fans might remember. Mm. But yeah, it says 
In recent months, Oscar-winning American star Ben and Cuban beauty Anna have drawn attention for bizarre public displays of affection, including play fighting in the street, kissing while both wearing masks over their faces, and laughing hysterically at seemingly nothing. <laughs> These people, they're, they're not happy How do we feel power about couple. that, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Ben Affleck's having such a good time, the... People are like, I can't have this guy around. You know what we like to call people like that? Haters. Yeah. They're hating on our boy. They, I need him showing up on that red carpet holding two cups of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Lit CI with yeah. a mask like <laughs> draped over his shoulder. <laughs> Having a laugh with Anna de Armas. The fucking like babe of a lifetime. Yeah, he's the best dude, and we love him, and no negativity. Yeah, people. we might, we should maybe start a petition to have this undone, mm. to make sure he's at this premiere. That seems like something we should do Agreed. with our time. Agreed. The, uh, Write an angry letter, at, at the very least. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the preview, but I saw the new Netflix series Ratched from American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy. It's, what? <laughs> Sarah Paulson, who's in everything he makes, plays the iconic villain Nurse Ratched from... Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, which I know is one of your favorites. It's in the top five. It's, it sneaks in and out of the top five, depending on the mood I'm in. Ooh. And yeah... I know your, your top five is right on the tip of your tongue. Oh, so yeah. At all times. Break it out. Ready to go. But yeah, this show actually looks better than I thought it was going to, but it's still kind of an excuse for a show. In the preview, they're like one of the most iconic characters of all time. It's like, is she? Kinda. She's she's memorable, definitely. I wouldn't go. I, I wouldn't say iconic. Yeah. But she's definitely an important character, and she's a good. She's a big part of that movie. Yeah. So yes, to me, and I think to people who like myself who lived through the late sixties, uh, that would be a character that mattered. Yeah. It just seems weird. Like, will this show end with like a fake? CGI DH Jack Nicholson like entering the facility. I don't know. I appreciated getting that proof of life photo of him on vacation, just <laughs> stuffing himself on a boat with his gut hanging out, smoking yeah. a cigarette. Like nothing has changed in the last three decades. It hasn't for him. <laughs> he rocks. Yeah, big fan. And I also saw the Comedy Central is doing a reboot of the Ren and Stimpy show. We talked last week about Funny. how they're bringing back Beavis and Butthead. They're doing a big like animated push because uh, they I'm have nothing. They yeah. have nothing left. Fuck it. That anyone watches. They should just go everything animated and just do it from home. Yeah, but I saw someone have a good tweet about how like the time has kind of passed for these shows, and bringing them back is kind of sad. It's like who needs running mm, like give, disagree. Give someone like a a new show a chance. I don't know. In the same vein, I'll watch the Beavis and Butthead, but. I don't know, the tweet grabbed me. I was like, yeah, like, <sighs> who needs Ren and Stimpy back? Like, oh, they're going to put the, I used to love the fucking Ren and chocolate and the peanut butter, and they're going to be all upset. It was fun. I remember thinking it was, like, too weird back in the day. There were other shows I liked more, like, cartoon-wise. But I think that's all I had news-wise. That's it for me. Did you shut anything? I mean... Why don't you go ahead and... Hit me <laughs> with your best shot. Wow. I mean, I shut off The Grudge, which is uh, the, 
the new one that is now on stars one of the last movies you saw in the theater if memory serves i can't remember if loose you're gonna have to call me or tell me what we if we made it through this movie or not i think we might have walked out i kind of vaguely remember you saying With you walked john out. cho yeah and that babe from glow it has a good cast but Mark it's Maron fucking it's awful his dead wife <laughs> the the movie sucks and i kind of hate to admit this but the girl when they show the girl who makes that noise you were just doing they're like uh did you laugh no that scares me still <laughs> yeah like it's a 34 year old man something about that really works and okay it's all right all right i, I felt silly i turned it off i was like i'm turning this off because it sucks not because i'm scared at all oh it was scared hoops scotty scared weird cat. news <laughs> scotty uh, i love that actually you being scared that's awesome but yeah this movie anytime they're not trying to scare you with a hacky jump scare it's very say, it's probably jump scare heavy very boring and i don't remember a thing Gave it a big old shut, and I think you shut this also. Tread. I did that Netflix. You documentary. were liking it, I thought. I was. I liked parts of it. What happened? This is the story about uh, in real life in the '90s. This guy like welded his own tank basically, and then like terrorized the city he lives in. Cool, bro. For, for a variety of wacky, I'm a crazy guy reasons. And, like, it starts great where they're showing the footage. It's like, whoa, I can't believe this actually happened. But then the meat of the documentary, they get too much into reenactments, and they talk to, like, everyone he's ever met in his entire life. They're starved for content, it sounds. And they do the classic, like, well, he just seemed like such a nice guy. I don't don't know where this came from. It's like, yes, yes. I would never say that if someone interviewed me, no matter who it was about. And they're like, you know, this... uh, uh, Scott Sweeney, he Hello. he went on a shooting spree, as you know, and he killed everybody. He couldn't uh, think of anyone else to in do a blockbuster this. parking lot. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I knew all along. <laughs> yeah, I knew from the minute I met him. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, weren't you guys friends for over twenty years? And I'd say, yeah, well, I was just trying to keep an eye on him. Yeah, you're just playing it cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like too reenactment heavy. I prefer a documentary mm-hmm. with like some reality. This was like. An unsolved mystery. I don't know. I don't like the reenactments. They always look stupid. And the one part I did like, because I didn't shut it, I kind of skimmed through it and watched the real parts and uh, skipped the reenactments. But they they do this whole section where when he was holed up in his shed workshop for months, where he was like making this tank, he said the only movie he had to watch was the Vin Diesel movie, A Man Apart. Oh. Which is like one of his most forgettable. I don't even think I've seen that one. And it's just like, what a movie. Is, he, is it a Western where he's like a cowboy? It's a movie where his family gets killed and it's like a vengeance movie where he like tracks down a, a gritty gang who I killed his I'm thinking wife. of a Bruce Willis movie, Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. same, yeah, Another gritty bald guy with minimal chops. Yeah. <laughs> who makes the same kind of things. But yeah, like what a movie to be inspired by when you're like making a tank in the cut, just watching a Vin Diesel movie over and over again. It's fucking beautiful. What else you shut? I think that's it. What did you okay. shut? I shut off that I'll Be Gone in the Dark documentary that you recommended. I wanted to like it. Fuck I got bored. Out. Maybe I'll get back in there. I'm calling this a tentative shut. Because, yeah, that one, I think it's five episodes and then you're out, which is light for documentaries No, they they keep coming. Oh, do they? A new one just popped on, oh. yeah. They're, they're, it's like a series. Oh, okay. Unless I'm wrong and that, that was the end. But I think they do come out every Sunday. 
for the next couple of weeks at least. I think it's just like five or six, but I, don't know, I might be wrong. Maybe, I, yeah, I have no clue, but I, I just, I found it boring. I don't really particularly enjoy the Patton Oswalt image. Like, even though like I don't dislike him, mm. I just, it, to me, it felt surreal almost that he was a part of it. Mm. That's fair. Took me out of it. Um, I shut off another documentary beyond, I shut off Tread, as we said, and then I shut off another documentary called The Swamp, which I guess Ooh. is about Republicans. Drain it. Drain it. Yes. Terrific. <laughs> it's so Nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. Yeah, the swamp's drained at this point. Gotta be, right? I have no clue. I don't think it ever was. So maybe <laughs> we'll find out in November. Fuck. Are you telling me Donald Trump lied to us? I don't think I don't think we uh That's fucked up. We should discuss him, you know? You know what? Let's not <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I didn't yes and you there, and I apologize. I right. shut off Blood Simple, which is an early Coen Ooh. Brothers film. Might be their first. I gotta watch that. I saw that. You that's might on like it. HBO it's cool. Max. I might, I'm gonna try to get back in there, but it just—it's a little slow. Mm. Daniel Hedaya does not carry it like I wanted him to. And that was their debut, so it's probably not exploding with a huge budget and no stuff. budget whatsoever. Is it very indie? It looks super, super old and dated. And I, I have a feeling you'll like it, though. Get in there. Yeah, just, you're more patient that. than I am. If I were more patient, I probably would have liked it, but I got bored. I love the Coen brothers. I actually can't believe so I've, I, I've never just, seen that. I, that's what I said to myself. I was like, you gotta say the... Yeah, they're the guys. Agreed. And that's it for me. Want to yeah. uh, take a quick break, watch some Shia? Yes. Maybe? I'd love to. Folks, going to watch The Tax Collector. We'll be right back. Get that Gatorade in. Ten seconds. Zero point zero. Is that your rating for the tax collector? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I it was really bad. Folks. I fucking hated it. Tell we, us tell us more. We just watched the new David Ayer vehicle who may I think he wrote Training Day, didn't direct it. He wrote it. Yeah, his uh, direction would not be wanted there. Yeah. And then he wrote and directed Harsh Times, End of Watch, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad, Bright. Oh, Bright. He's been making the same movie over and over again for years, and this is the latest one. It was Bright was the same movie. It was just a nice alien twist. Yeah. He loves. He only makes movies that are set in L.A. and it's just about people driving around doing like low-level crime stuff, just pointing guns at people. Crime. <laughs> like all his movies are so exactly the same. It's ridiculous. This movie stars Shia LaBeouf, or so I thought. He was kind of like the sidecar in this movie. Barely even in it. Which was disappointing, but I know you're a big LaBeouf guy. You've been in ever since <sighs> Even Stevens, I believe. Yes. You were like an early... Yeah, I've been an early LaBeouf fan. He really caught my eye playing Mutt Williams in Indiana Jones 4, but yes. Uh, This is no Honey Boy, put it that way. Uh, What can I say? What can I say about this movie? (laughs) Yeah, like, he's the sidecar. The main guy is someone... He looked like a Latino version of Ted from How I Met Your Mother, which I couldn't shake the whole movie. It's like all I could think about. George Lopez. Yeah, we finally get a serious turn from George Lopez Just in this what we, movie. Nobody needed it. Like, you know, he's Mexican. I needed it. 
He'll probably um, be in the next like Paul Thomas Anderson movie after this. Can't wait. Alongside like Leo or whoever else is tapped for that. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, when I thought I was going to enjoy it, I wrote David Ayer is hated by all critics and I love him. I don't care how repetitive <laughs> all of his stuff is. Wow. So I'm just going to throw myself right under the bus for mm. saying that within the first 15 minutes of the movie. You should. That's brave to even admit. Uh, I'm ashamed. Yes. <laughs> movie basically... I wrote that it just treads water. It feels like it's existing in a world that doesn't matter. And it was completely rudderless. Mm. Rudderless is a mm. great word for this movie. Yeah. It's Which just like happening. Just it's sort just... of existing. And like, they basically took two, three, four, you know, bad variations of cool things from other movies. Mm. Like the scene where somebody gets killed with the lid of a toilet and then a shootout inside of a small room. Like it was very reminiscent those, both of those things are very reminiscent of uh, Tony Scott's ta- uh, true romance. Mm. Um, the scene with the dragon, the guy's face outside the car was just like Sin City with um, Mickey Rourke. It's just... In my mitts. It was basically just a worse version of Harsh Times. Yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> which saying... Which is crazy yeah. to say. Harsh Times is like the worst version of these movies. But yeah, and it had narration for a handful of scenes and then just kind of forgets about it, which is a surefire sign of a turkey. Right, so, at least commit to it and have that be like the Ferris Bueller routine. Yeah, instead of being like, oh, we don't know how to tell this story, so we'll just have the like main guy explain everything for a couple of scenes and then just, you get it. Right, and it's, as soon as everybody catches on and figures it out, we'll just drop that because it doesn't really matter to us that much. Yeah, yeah. Just, this, this was not good. Shia LaBeouf plays a character named Creeper in this movie. It's time to take a stand. And also there's a character named Venom, who what? wasn't the titular Venom from who did comic books, which <laughs> who was very disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, Shia LaBeouf, he got this enormous chest tattoo for this movie. I think I we talked about it a few weeks ago. And he's not shirtless. He's shirtless in one scene, and you barely even notice the tattoo. Right. They must have so. left all those tattoo scenes on the cutting room floor, so he's... Yeah. He now has a tattoo dedicated to a character from a movie that got panned on his body forever. That he's in for like 20 to 30 minutes of Stretched. screen time. They basically pulled him into into 90 second little spurts throughout just to make idiots believe that he was in the whole movie. Yeah. I give you the candy lineup. And it was fun. When we started the movie, I was just, I was kind of joking, but then it came true. I was like, oh, I bet that guy Hector from the Fast and Furious movies is in this movie. Because he pops up in anything that has to do with like gritty Vatos, especially David Ayer stuff. This guy makes an appearance. And then he he popped up. And I felt very uh, vindicated. It was a good uh, prediction. Yes. Uh, Yeah, this, this movie, folks, is a big turkey. Yeah, go ahead and skip it. I got. An I'm gonna give it this. one bag of popcorn, three thumbs down, and a golden turkey. Yeah, and an obit. There's a line in this movie when someone says, "We can't join them. We can't run. What do we do?" And there's a big pause, and the Kill guy him. goes, "We fight," which is in like every other movie like this that's ever been made. And also the villain in this movie, who's just unbelievably weak, says the line. Everyone you know is going to die real bad. And like delivered with the intent less intensity than I just gave no it. No good right hoops? There. No. 
not good at all. Be not good at all. Yeah, like this movie started pretty whatever. By the end, it's like awful. And yeah. it's an I excuse hate, I for a movie. It. it was bad. Don't watch it, ever. David Ayer's flawless run of turkeys continues. Mm. And that's The Tax Collector now on iTunes and Prime and wherever else you get overpriced <laughs> VOD trash. This movie's getting panned. I saw a review describe it as a, quote, cruel, offensive mess. <laughs> so cheap. Now that I've seen it, I can agree with. Mm. Agreed. And this is a movie I anticipated for so long, too. That's the most offensive part of all. Yeah. Friend, oh, great. Friend of the show, Brian, uh, sent me a message while we were watching it. Hope Ank is enjoying the fresh air, which is a... A-Y-E-R. It's a yes. good play on his name. That's quite funny, Brian. He's in. And I'm hope, I hope you're listening to this. And thank you. But I love that Shia is now... Him and Ben Affleck are in this <clears throat> exclusive group of people who have an enormous chest or back tattoo that they got for a role. That's... Wait, Affleck's back tattoo is for a Actually, role? Actually, yeah, as I was saying that, I don't think... I think he just got that he for fun. He just got that for fun, and it's really... The thing that I don't, yeah, I don't understand about celebrities is they often get really bad tattoos. And mm. it's like, I know guys who you know work at Circuit City who had a more well-done back piece than that. I don't really see why one of the more wealthy actors in Hollywood would just let somebody hack him up like that. Yeah. Like it's not a good, it's a dragon, which is already a complicated piece of shit or a pain in the ass tattoo to get. Yeah, and it's like a rainbow dragon. Yeah. It looks absurd. It looks silly. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we like our actors. You need to have an outrageous back tattoo. Can we talk about American Pickle? A movie we, we actually can. liked. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new Seth Rogen movie available exclusively on HBO Max, which you can do a free trial of if you haven't gotten in there yet, folks. They have some decent stuff. And I like this movie. This is the movie where, you know, old Seth Rogen, he falls into a a vat of pickles and is brined. Brined. Brine. For a hundred years, and then he wakes up and <clears throat> meets his grandson, and it's, you know, Seth Rogen playing both roles, and, you know, wackiness ensues. I actually thought they had a great joke about, like, how ludicrous the plot is. They, like, there's, like, some sort of news conference, and they cut away for a second, and they're like, oh, what... That was a great explanation as to why you survived that hundred years in that in that brine. <laughs> and they just like look at the camera really quickly. Yeah. The on the news or no, when he's at the press conference and they're like, they answered that perfectly. Yeah. And then it just moves right on. It's a fun way to be like, we yeah. know this is ludicrous. We're just having a laugh. It's a goofy movie. Anyone it, who would watch a movie like this and then harp on something like that is no fun. Yeah. But you know, fans know I'm a big Seth Rogen guy. I thought very he was, biased. I thought he was great in this, in both but roles. Let's hear it from me, someone who doesn't care about Seth Rogen and was expecting to hate this movie. I even Ooh. wrote down, I'm hating this and the stupid accents as the second note. And then I wrote down, this might be the most <laughs> movie ever created. And then I said, there are two Seths. And then I started to love it. Mm. And I realized how charming it was. And it won me back. And I got a big kick out of them as a duo, the Seth and Seth. Yeah, he's actually, he's really good acting opposite himself. Mm. And that was actually something that bummed me out about the movie. Like, I thought it would be more of them, 
you know, like having a laugh together. Every time it was both of them on screen, I was like, this is amazing. And there, was, there also wasn't a moment where both of them started doing the Seth Rogen laugh. I thought there was going to be a, a fun stereo, show. Yeah, yeah, we needed that. <laughs> there was a few things they left on the table that could have probably made it a little bit more wacky and silly. But I overall, I thought it was very funny. And it's the movie basically is there in the beginning. They're friends and then they go through some trials and tribulations. And- yeah, that was one thing I didn't like, like. A lot of it's them like warring, like they're at odds. I didn't want them to be at odds. Yeah, I wanted them to have fun. They were a good duo. I was like, have them go on like a fun buddy adventure. That bothered me too. I wanted them as a as a good duo. Yes, but it had some good out of time jokes. Like the current day Seth is explaining the world to the old timey Seth, and it obviously seems ridiculous to him. It's it was good. Yeah, like I not amazing, but you know, solid. A nice, just like, like a cute light comedy. It's it was free. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. I imagine most of you are checking that out at least on a trial capacity. Yeah, the scene where they get into a fight is really funny. I thought, mm. yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to ruin too much of it, but just know that it's definitely worth checking out. It's nice and quick. It's like ninety minutes. Yeah, like it's light for the quote unquote Seth Rogen pickle movie, which is how everyone's referring to it. It's mm. like way better than you'd imagine it would be. Agreed. They get a good story out of it. I went into it assuming it was going to be a total piece of crap. And, you know, Seth definitely has. Has some skill. <laughs> yeah. What else did we watch? That's on HBO Max. That's it for me. I mean, I checked out a brand new movie on Shudder. Folks, Scotty oh, Shutter. Scotty Shutter has returned. I, I mean, I'm a Shutter subscriber for the last three years, so I have yeah. no leg to stand on here. You know, sometimes like Monty. Ooh, sometimes you're in the mood for like a horror movie, and they've they've got everything. If you're a horror movie person, at least try out Shutter. Because agreed, yeah, there's like, some stuff there. Yeah, but I watched this new movie, Host, which is a movie that was made Host. in quarantine, and oh. it's one of those. It's like an over Zoom movie. Where you're just watching people on a screen, which sounds less than ideal and is less than ideal in practice, at least in this movie. Like for a while, it's watchable in like a paranormal activity type fashion where you're like, ooh, Mm. when's something going to happen? But then it's just like too much build and all the characters are kind of annoying. It's like it had two decent scares, but felt too long and it was only 55 minutes long and mm. yeah didn't get a lot out of the format or leave much 55 of an minutes is a weird length of time for a movie too it's sort of like when you're on your way to see a movie and you have 90 minutes to kill it's like or like 70 minutes to kill and it's like well we don't really have enough time to go get something to eat but we have too much time to sit in the parking lot yeah. so it's like what is this then yeah and the, you know it's weird seeing a movie of this moment. Like they have a bunch of Corona references and masks. It mm. you know takes place in this moment, which you know made it interesting and watchable. Wasn't there but already a movie called The Host, a Japanese movie about a monster? There is, and it's dope. That's one of Bong Joon Ho's early yeah, movies. Yeah, dude. This That's movie's just of. called Host. They dropped the the in social Who's network the fashion. The? Yeah, <laughs> it's cleaner. But yeah, Host, you were not for me. Sorry. You finished it though. I did. Okay. And I also watched Jojo Rabbit, which is now on HBO. I meant to watch that and then I remembered that I don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't know. This is a movie I thought I would hate, but it kind of worked for me. 
it's not like amazing and has a very weird tone. It's, you know, it takes place in the Holocaust, in the war, and Taika Waititi's playing like a wacky version of Hitler, who this kid's imagining, which gets kind of old, but he didn't do it as much as I thought he would. They kind of like abandon it at one mm. point. The movie gets pretty charming. It's, uh... Do we like him? I know you're like a huge Flight of the Concords guy, mm. and he was one of the people very much involved in that. And He lately... I mean, Thor Ragnarok, everyone loves. Oof. I'm not crazy about it. He's, I don't like any of those movies, really. Yeah. He's got a very weird, like, specific tone. It's good on, like, What We Do in the Shadows, that show he created, but I don't know. Sometimes it can be, like, a bit much. And especially in this movie, he's kind of ripping off Wes Anderson, like, the look of it and tone-wise. Don't like that one bit. Yeah. It's like, only he can do that. It's so, like, glaring when someone tries to do a Wes Anderson thing. It's like he's been honing like that Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, like he's been honing this right. unbelievably niche like thing what for so do? long. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, but I don't know. I did like it. It worked on me. It's on HBO. Give it a go. Jojo Rabbit it got nominated for like a zillion Academy Awards. So people like it. The people have spoken. I guess. Yes. Maybe we become TV guys in this moment. Uh, what do you got? I got nothing beyond the fact that I've been rewatching The Simpsons Ooh. ad nauseum. Mm. I mean, beat cats. <laughs> thanks to Turkey Head Brian, who's come up oh. several times this, this evening. This is the Brian episode. I'm back on Quibi. Ugh. <laughs> He's Sorry disgusted. about that. Just... No, it's completely reasonable that you'd be disgusted. I sent out a beacon for help. And Brian answered the call. He sent me his Quibi login, and I... Are you watching on your phone? I signed in immediately, yeah. You can get it on your TV, but you have to, like... They don't have a proper app. You have to, like, sign into Internet Explorer on your TV, like some sort of a lunatic. Ank looks like he might actually faint at me telling him this. This stinks. <laughs> but, yeah, I watched Die Hard, the stupid John Travolta, Kevin Hart show on Quibi that we've discussed a bunch of times. I just wanted to get it it's in. It's like the best show ever. See how cheesy it was. And, you know, it's not good, but had a couple laughs. It's, uh, John Travolta plays, like, an action teacher who's teaching Kevin Hart, who plays himself, how to be an action star. And then, you know, a bunch of wacky shit happens. It's What do you like about it? They were kind of a better duo than I would have thought. John Travolta's a decent duo guy. Yeah. He pulls that off. And like the show's more vulgar than I thought it would be. Like they're swearing at each other and being ridiculous. It has that babe from Game of Thrones, that curly haired black babe who's also in the Fast and Furious family. The one who dates the dickless guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I like her. But yeah, I don't know. If you're on Quibi, check it out. <laughs> Question mark. The hard sell. Yeah. From Scotty Boy. <laughs> I just, some things you just got to get in. Mm. Die Hard, mm. the John Travolta Kevin Hart vehicle. Bruce Willis does not appear. I had it in my crosshairs. Yeah, that totally seems like they approached him with that to make the title make more sense. Yeah, I'm interested. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll do anything, but uh, I'm not in the mood. I'm doing Ed Norton's Motherless Brooklyn. Get ready to get confused. <laughs> Here I come. And I also watched a new stand-up. just came out today. Joe List. Is that funny? I saw you plugging that on uh, Instagram. It was great. He's funny. I like him. It's called I Hate Myself. You can watch it for free on YouTube. 
I watched this alone and laughed out loud like a dozen times, mm. which never happens. It's just on YouTube? Yeah. Which, you know, free. But it's, it's Comedy Central so weird. They don't... <laughs> It's like they did it, but instead of airing it on their channel, it's just for free on YouTube. And they YouTube. did that with that Chappelle thing, too. Yeah. That's like the new... And I think they did it with Mark Norman's. It's... Hey, hey. Hey, hey, you I fatty. Wonder, I wonder if there's some sort of a weird partnership happening that we don't even know about. Yeah. Viacom, fill us in. Mm. But yeah, Joe List, I Hate Myself, I recommend it muchly. Like, better than a lot of the, you know, proper Netflix stand-ups I've seen as of late, like... If you like laughs, check it out. Another hard sell. And I have one more piece of news that I saw while we were watching The Tax Collector that involves mentor of the show Ben Affleck, and I just had to bring it. Mm. Ben Affleck is heading back to the director's chair, has come on to direct The good, uh, the Big Goodbye, an adaptation of the Sam Wasson book, which tells the making of Chinatown and the end of the golden age of 70s cinema. I actually saw that too, and it said like Ben Affleck is back after his bomb "Live by Night." It's like, have we mentioned the town or "Gone Baby Gone"? You asshole! Yeah, I, they're probably just doing that because that's the last thing he directed, and they're right. "Live by Night" is like a fucking just forgettable, unwatchable Turk. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that sounds good. Affleck making like sure. a, a movie about movies, one of my favorite genres or subgenres. We all love the Malkovich script. <sighs> yes. So the big goodbye. Keep your fucking... Are we going to head on down to Scotty's book corner or... Oh, shit. Yeah, the book corner. I'm still reading that... uh, The fucking Charlie Kaufman book, Ant Kind. It's incredible. It's actually so, like, smart and funny. It makes me feel stupid reading it. He's just... It's how most things that I read make me feel. Yeah, like, he's on another level. He's so fucking smart. And that, speaking of Charlie Kaufman, they released a trailer for his new movie, which hits Netflix on, like, September 3rd. What is that, like, Big Time Adolescence 2 or something? <laughs> it's called, uh, what is it called? I'm thinking of ending things. That's what it's called. So I'm sure it'll be nice and light. Relatable. Yeah. But Very the, relatable content. I'm, I'm here for it. The trailer looks awesome. I'm um, a Kaufman guy. Adaptations will always have a spot in my top five. Masterpiece. Yeah, he's having a moment right now. Just mm. dropped a book, got his his third feature film coming out. Excited. Yeah. Maybe you want to watch a little bit of The Departed? Just a thought. I have it on the screen, paused, ready to go. He's in. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm excited about watching it. I mean, folks, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you might have seen we're rebranding this segment as... A masterclass in how mm. to watch The Departed. Yeah, this is a special, special thing for you guys to really sink your teeth in. <laughs> We're reframing it. It's not a waste of no, time. No, no, <laughs> 90 no, no. seconds apiece. It's a masterclass. Do you see? And the key to watching this movie is it's not a drama. It's not cool or exciting. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's silly. It's a madcap romp, actually. I can't believe this fucking won Best Picture. <laughs> I can't either. I bet Scorsese's embarrassed that he won for this after all those. Do you think he just goes with it? Or do you think yeah. he knows? Actually, he's probably... I feel like it's like... This always drives me crazy because that's Charles... That I'm not even sure that is Charles Street. Kid. And the Charles Street Brasserie does not exist. 
Like that, that, that's, I don't believe that place is a real place. I've never been so proud of you being so wise that you're eyeing out something so specific. Well, I used to work right there. Kid. That's even fucking dopa. And they're also in, Be- if, if they're on Charles Street, they're in Beacon Hill, which doesn't really make sense for these two characters. This is a great scene, by the way. We're pretending to be cops. And then they accuse DiCaprio when he comes out, which is very confusing for him in particular. <laughs> Bunch of thugs sitting around whatever restaurant this is. Kid, this is what it looks like inside every Wahlburgers restaurant. Fenway Frank is drenched in blood. Unfortunately, that's our whole 90. Wow. We got a little too excited. And we missed it. I mean, that was a fun 90. Folks, at this moment... I'm going to remind you to check out Uncle to Uncle. Just started season three of their podcast. They're really cooking. Check out Nick's Movie Corner. We are on Twitter at Podcast Enough. We're on Instagram at Enough the Podcast. Love that for us. I'm on TikTok at Gothmark69. Follow me before Trump takes us down. Speaking of that, follow me on Peloton at Ank69420. <laughs> He's in. With a picture of me doing a peace sign. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, who knows what we'll be talking about next week. It was we actually, got, yeah. There's a new movie starring Chelsea Peretti that came out today called Spinster. Okay. I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'll watch that. And I'm sure some other things will crop up. I can't think of them in this moment. I have no plugs tonight, but I just want to let everyone know that um, you should get out there and rock the vote. (laughs) Good. That's it. Have Have a nice night. Folks, that's enough. Have a go. post-credit sequence we're still on yeah wow this is the post-credits what a surprise i was getting up out of my seat no 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 this is a to see who's still listening see which heads are hanging in there i do like the post-credit sequence it's a fun mm, thing and it agreed. makes sense marvel movie wise that's yeah, we're we're creating a universe mm, yes i guess what my thoughts are now that i've got you cornered here hmm Let's have one item out of that top five. Wow. Jesus Christ. He fucking ambushed me at the zero hour with a top one five request. One movie from your top five. Okay. Give me one. One movie from my top five of all time? All time. No jokes. Fuck. Real I, answer only. Fuck. I was about to say that the Chris Rock movie top five nope. is in my top five. Nope. Real answers only. Fuck. Real answers only. Take a time. Much. Take a second. <laughs> Take a second. Oh. oh, fuck. That's fun. 
Can I say Mad Max Fury Road and be a hack? That's that's definitely in there. That's in there. That's the we, only you've one. already. That's the only one I know though. That's the so only I'll one give I've, you that as an option. Yeah. If you want to go with just that, that's fine. Just know that I'm disappointed because I already knew that one. I don't. The other four, I have no fucking clue. And I'm I've I've watched more movies with you than anybody alive. I mean, you have an idea. It's like I don't though. I the, really the don't. The thing with me and Liz is I'm a, I'm trying to avoid having like a hack or not even hack, just like an obvious one. Like I want to say Goodfellas, but I feel like that's kind of like what's wrong with Goodfellas? It's one of the most perfect movies ever made. I know, but it's just one that everyone says. I want to have like th- that those perfect five sky. My favorite picks. movie is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I have a Pulp Fiction. Exactly. sticker on my door that's lame as hell I know I'm trying to avoid that <laughs> <laughs> alright so you're giving us Mad Max Fury Road I think you got one more I think you've got more <laughs> ooh you know what you can put High Fidelity in I'm gonna put Dumb and Dumber in my top 5 Dumb and Dumber time. it's in that's in locked right. in is that your final answer final answer okay guess who I am I'm Shrek. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. Thanks for hanging in there. We got some. We got some dirt out of Scotty. He's sweating. I know that was He's sweating. Oof. Look at him. Jesus H. He did take Just a stand, take a stand. though, <laughs> which I'll give it to him. All right, I'm gonna uh, go play spin the bottle with Scott now. I'll see wow. you guys next week. Bye. Everyone's a winner. <laughs>